What's up, HDR kids? Join us today for a back-to-school episode of... No, 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 no. Bring it on? (laughs) Well, hey, guys. It's definitely... We're not talking about school, so... Um, <laughs> nice try. So nice today, try leading the mic. So today we're just trying to do, like, another episode. Back to school. Back no, to no, school. No. Be quiet. <laughs> you're you're going to hear me saying that. It's not... <laughs> he took off his headphones. You can't... <laughs> Don't make me video you. Oh, on the on the subject of videoing, as we segue in, and William's so happy about it, um, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> and pray for William too because we really got to do the videoing. And we have some cameras available, but we'd have to move them around all the time and I'm just not, I'm not into the videoing, guys. I don't know. <laughs> uh but pray for me. We need to learn. But anyways, back to back to school. Back to back to school. Say that time. Back 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 to school. Back back to school. Back back to school. So it's it's not really a back to school episode. We've got another Another? We've got another Hope Corps interview. Hope Corps. Amen. <laughs> we've got one of those things we've been doing for you guys, and today's is cray cray. Don't don't turn us off because we're talking about school. I know you want to, but don't do it. There's a great testimony coming up. But the thing is, some of you might actually already be in school right now. So true. We haven't started yet. So count your blessings. <laughs> I say we, but I no longer teach at the school, so happy dance. Oh my goodness. One of my friends was just like, You excited to go to school? And he's already graduated. He graduated last year and I was like, Well, just be quiet. And <laughs> you're like, Don't talk to me. Uh you're not far though. You're eighth grade this year. Yeah, but that's Dude. Eighth grade. We're talking about five years. That's all you have left. Right. It, the end is within sight. You've done seven years already. It sounds like prison time. It really sounds like prison time. <laughs> seven um, years. You still have 12 more to go. HDR <laughs> uh, kids, why don't you guys get on to your parents' social media with permission. <laughs> don't be like, Ray said. Um, and come and comment and tell us your back-to-school tips because, honestly, it's hard to get it, to me. For me, it was. It was hard to get excited about school <laughs> again. So I'd have to, like, get new, like, notebooks. That always helped me. A sketchbook for when I was done. Uh, like, getting snacks for the first day was, like, really helpful, knowing that, like, I could make it through if I had some Oreos. <laughs> but if you guys have already started, we pray that you guys are having a blessed year, um, that you're safe and, you know, social distancing. No, we don't, we don't care if you're social distancing or not. Uh, but it is another crazy COVID year, right? I mean, we're I not, mean, yeah. we're not in lockdown yet. Oh, no. What's okay, so who do you think would win, 2019 or 2020? I, I, I don't know. 2021, because, like, oh, W-O-N, stop. 2021. Corny jokes, guys. If you're a corny joke person, shout out to William. But if you're not a corny joke person, if you're like anti corny joke person, shout out to me because I have to sit in this room with him doing this. <laughs> we start back next week, and uh, you're welcome for that reminder, William. You know, it's kind of exciting the first day, but like by the second day, I'm already thinking about the last day. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, and- one of my tips is just think about the last day. I mean, occasionally it's like. Yeah, but we just started. It's like the first day, and we still have, like, forever. <laughs> I don't even know how long, just forever. <laughs> a long time to go, right? 
Well, I hope that you guys are prayed up because <laughs> you're going to need it because math is hard. Pray for your teachers. Pray for other students because, ooh, man, sometimes your fellow students are like the ones that get on your nerves the most. Like sometimes they get on your nerves more than math. Wait, is that possible? You kind of well, like math sometimes. Sometimes when it's like whenever you're in like <laughs> when eighth it's like grade, two plus two is whenever, four. <laughs> whenever you're in eighth grade and you're learning about all these algebra and stuff and it's finally like geometry and you're like oh this is kind of easy don't forget the power of prayer we've talked to you guys about this before in previous seasons which would also help you gear up for your new school season go back and listen to season one and season two bring it on and Uh, the blue army has also told you this no that is true they really have pray about it um i pray before tests and it's a good thing I do because it doesn't go, I can't imagine what would have happened if I hadn't prayed. Me last year, uh, it's prayer time where I'm like, okay, Jesus. Okay, so I, I, I studied, but I don't know if it's good enough. So you got to help me remember everything I went through. This William's over there like, Brother Higgs, can you anoint me with oil? <laughs> That's not a bad idea. We need to put one of those little anointing oil um, vases on the testing table. <laughs> Someone just sticks their whole head in. Uh, uh, but that might not be good. <laughs> no. I guess that's enough of back to school. We really do wish you guys have a great year. And just know that William's riding the prison train, I mean, school train with you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another encouraging interview to get you through. Check this out. I am Brother Matt Jones from Sacramento, California. I'm the children's pastor there. At the Rock Church. Woo! Oh, it's fun. I got lots of good help. And um, you're here this year at Hope Corps, and you have your sons with you? I do. Two of them. That is what brought up uh, our conversation in the car the other day. We were kind of we were talking about miracles. Yes. And testimonies. And you've got one that, like, left our jaws on the floor. Yeah, it left my jaw on the floor, too, <laughs> when it happened. It sounded like it left your son's jaw. It almost left your son's uh, jaw yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) All right, tell us about it. So when my middle son, Winston, was about eight years old, I was out in the garage changing the brakes on my van. Mm -hmm. And the way way you do that is you, the way you're supposed to do that, I should say, is you put the emergency brake on Mm -hmm. and you jack the car up Mm -hmm. and then you take the lug nuts off the wheel Mm -hmm. and you pull the wheel off and then you take... The brakes off, change them, put them back on. That normally that goes pretty good, but this day didn't go so good. What happened was um, I forgot to put the emergency brake on. Didn't find that out till I later. I think that was the first step you just gave us. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's a really important step. All right, number one, don't forget it. Yeah. Because so I, Winston came out. He wanted to help me. And so I said, hey, why don't you grab that flashlight over there? We had a big, you know, those big, fat, yellow flashlights yes. that are real popular? Yeah, we had one of those. So he grabs it, and I said, just shine it over here so I can see. So he gets in front of the van. A typical dad-son thing that yeah. would happen, yeah. Yeah, which he helps me, you know, he always helps me. So he shines the flashlight over there, and the brake pad, I'm, I already got the wheel off, got it jacked up. The brake pad was being really stubborn. I couldn't get it off. Or the, the, it's called the brake shoe that goes over the, the round thing called the rotor. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to get it off. And I, I, unbeknownst to me, Winston is not just in front of the van. He started crawling under the van to give me better light. He's, he's under the van now. Because he's being helpful. He's being helpful. He's shining the light 
over on the brake so I can see good. And to this day, we don't know exactly what happened, but the uh, van started shifting backwards, and I panicked. And all of a sudden, the whole van goes back. The jack just topples over. The wheel is not there. It's only the rotor. So the van has to drop however far it was jacked up. That's how far it dropped to hit the ground. We're talking it was high enough that your son was under it. And at this time, I didn't even know he was under it. Oh, my goodness. So as soon as it fell, I panicked. I jumped up to go check on him, and all I saw was two feet sticking out from oh under the goodness. van. From uh, completely under. Well, he about from uh, probably like his shins down were sticking out. So he was way under there. With the, the entire only, weight of the van on him. So let me, let me put this in perspective for you. Okay. My van weighed about 4,500 pounds. Oh, my word. Um, that's, that's an unbelievable amount of weight. Not 45 pounds, 4,500. Yeah, 4,500 pounds. My goodness. So the first thing I did, as soon as I saw my little boy's legs sticking out of there, I just, the only thing I could do was say, Jesus. I just, the top of my lungs. I mean, the whole neighborhood heard it. Like from your gut. From my gut. I just kept saying Jesus. And mm-hmm. my wife was upstairs and she heard me immediately. She come running outside in the, in the garage. And there's, what do you do? I mean, I can't, you know, the average guy can lift like his own body weight. So right. at the time I was probably 170 pounds. I could, I should be able to lift about my own body weight. Mm-hmm. So 170 pounds is a little different than 4,500 pounds. Yeah, people don't lift cars. No. My wife weighs less than I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, both of us together, it's not even a chance. Right. There's no chance we're lifting that van off of him. So, I mean, you're looking at the situation like he's going to be a goner. I thought he was already a I didn't know. Oh, goodness. I thought I, I was just praying to God that he was still alive. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. He was trapped. He couldn't get out. Yeah. So my wife runs down there. She comes in the garage, and we just both, I don't know if anybody even said anything. We just grabbed the van to try to lift it up. You just do what you can't. I mean, you can't just sit there and stare at it. No, him. no, because then nothing so will just, happen. Right. So we just both picked up, got our hands under the bumper. Well, first of all, the bumper is plastic. <laughs> So, Which is not worth much. <laughs> I mean, you can't, even if we were the strongest people in the world, even if we were able to lift that much weight, the plastic would just break. Break right off. You know. Yeah. Well, we did it anyways. You don't think straight when you're panicking. No. So we just did it. We're both crying Jesus. Well, apparently you were thinking somewhat straight because that's the first thing you did. Yeah. So we're both under, we both get our hands under that bumper and lift up. And we actually lifted this 4,500 pound van that's insane i mean it literally lifted up Mm. and just i mean it's on two wheels so probably the front part is about two-thirds of the weight because all the engine is up there so it's at least three thousand pounds incredibly heavy three thousand pounds i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's a lot of you still shouldn't have been able to do it there's no way it's 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 on your own humanly physically impossible Mm -hmm. for that to happen the strongest man in the world Mm-hmm. His biggest dead weight was just over a thousand pounds. <gasps> the strongest. This is three this times, is three that, times much. that much. Yeah. Okay, so that's not going to happen. Anyways, Winston 
comes out. I can't remember if we pulled him out or if he came out on his own. I don't remember now. It's been a while. It was it like this whole thing happened in seconds, but it it was just like yeah, it felt like forever. just a big blur. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I picked him up. Just I, I didn't. I was afraid of what I was going to see. Yeah. I picked him up and carried him inside the house. I looked down at his head and I, he looked normal. I was like, thank you, Jesus. At least he looks normal. <laughs> he opens his eyes. I go in there and I lay him gently on the couch. And I just check him over, looking, looking over his body, looking over his head, everything. And he's just, uh, he's, he's awake. He's looking at me. What? No blood? No blood of any kind. No, like, holes in his head? So no, no, no. I see one little thing behind his ear. And if you take your, if you take your fingernail and put it on the back of your hand and you push real hard, uh-huh. it leaves like a little indention yeah. there. there was a, it looked just like that, like a little fingernail indention in that the back of it? his ear. That was it. From 4,500 pounds? There was not one other scratch or anything on his body anywhere. That's a miracle. That That's is an a miracle. absolute miracle. So I looked about two minutes later, and that little fingernail indention looking thing was gone. <laughs> it was just because he just got from underneath there. So within minutes, he was perfectly fine. There was absolutely nothing wrong with him. Wow. We go out to the garage. Uh-huh. And I, I was almost didn't even want to go out there. It was just like, mm. it was such a horror that just happened. Yeah. It could have been way worse. I went out there and we just assessed the situations. We saw the jack tipped over. The, the van is still sitting on the, on the rotor. I look underneath where his head was. Mm-hmm. And that big, fat, yellow flashlight was not a fat flashlight anymore. It was a flat flashlight well, oh my it word it was totally flattened crushed he should have been too we still don't know That's why, why wasn't his why That's you know only god it's only there's, god there's no explanation for that, like that was the biggest miracle i had ever seen in my entire life you know you hear about miracles you hear yeah. about being blind eyes seeing all the stuff uh-huh seeing it is a whole nother thing when you experience a miracle that is just unexplainable like that mm-hmm. it's it'll it'll change you i want to point out that when it happened when you were in that desperate moment it wasn't some like uh, you didn't have to follow a pattern when you ca- when you called out to god it was just like you said it just out of nowhere you were just screaming Absolutely. jesus because you just had to get his attention in a split second yes and that's obviously all it took i mean I, and i'm sure from there you were continually praying and just you know calling out and Asking God to make sure everything was okay, but yes, we uh, were we were assessing, you know, should we take him to the hospital, get him checked, and all this stuff. I mean, he was back on his feet talking, and he was like, like nothing what are you guys ever happened. About? I mean, he was he was a little shook up because it was pretty dramatic. Obviously, yeah. probably my screaming got got him more than anything. <laughs> he had more ear damage, hearing damage than anything. There was no reason to take him to the hospital. We decided why to, if we see anything, nothing ever happened after that. No side effects of any kind. Wow. We actually kept that flashlight. We have it to this day. Oh, that's we really cool. You crushed, might have to send us the picture of that. Yeah. The crushed flashlight. Wow. It's a reminder to us that uh, Well, and God you also have right next to you the non-crushed sun. So 12 years later, <laughs> we have a 20-year-old a here. So Winston is actually here with us right now. You want to give us a shout out? Yeah. <laughs> Great to be here. Do you remember this at all? Oh, I remember every minute of it. 
So what were what were you thinking? I mean, you're eight years old, and you were like, what what happened? And what did you what were you doing? Yeah. Okay. Happened? So he asked me, "Can you help me?" And um, and I was shining the flashlight. I probably wasn't even out there five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was telling me, you know, oh, I was trying in the front. He's like, I can't. That's not helping. You need to like shine from like another angle. Yeah. And I guess I don't know. I guess I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do, but I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And I go underneath, and I'm like pretty far underneath too, and shining under there. And I, I, just, <laughs> I didn't even know what happened. Like, I saw the car move. I saw the whole thing move towards the back, towards the garage door. Yeah. And I was like, what in the world? And then all of a sudden, boom, I was like, what in the world just happened? I didn't even realize what happened. Wow. I, I, I felt, I, it didn't hurt at all, actually. It, it, I felt pressure between my head, you mm-hmm. know, between the car and my head. And I was like, oh, this is the car on my head. Like, <laughs> I was like, and I was scared only because, like, he was screaming, like, yeah. really loud. Yeah. And so that scared me. Really, really loud. Like, he yeah. was screaming. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's crazy scary. to me that from the beginning you were just like you were you were cognizant enough to be like, whoa, wait, this is not good. Yeah. Instead yeah. of screaming yourself in like pain, you should have been screaming in pain or you should have not been screaming yeah, at well, all. I was just like trying to take it in because I didn't realize like I was I should be should have been dead. How long did it take you? Like what at what point in that day were you like? There was a car on my head. When they started talking to me and like, I don't even remember exactly what they were saying, but I was like, wow, like, I'm, I'm, am I going to die? Cause like, I realized a car was on my head. Like, I'm like, this is a car. (laughs) I'm like, am I, am I going to die now? Like, is it just going to be like a few more seconds? Like, or am I already dead? Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. know what to think. Wow. That's crazy. You can't explain it until you're there. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I was like in total shock. And how long was it before you realized God saved you? Like, God kept you? Like, yeah. That w- when, when, when I got pulled out under it, when, when they finally lifted it, mm-hmm. and I was actually moving out, I'm like, okay, I'm alive. <laughs> and this is a miracle. I remember my mom screams. And she, her fingers bled. She, she got sliced her fingers on that license plate, on the metal. She was going to pick that thing up no matter what. Oh, yeah. That the adrenaline was pumping. And somehow. She was more injured than you enough. were. Yeah, she was. Wow. She was more injured than I was. Yeah, it was incredible. Well, it sounds like you didn't waste the opportunity that God gave you, and you're, now you're here, you're doing Hope Corps. Yeah, praise God. Having a good time. I'm still breathing. <laughs> kind of. We'll see by the morning. It's the last <laughs> night of Hope Corps. You might not be breathing so good in the morning. Yeah. Well, thank you both for giving us that testimony. And if, is there anything else you guys want to say to the HDR kids? Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity, for one thing. Yeah, no problem. Pleasure. All right. Thank you so much. Wish you guys the best. It was great to meet you guys. Yes, great to meet you. God bless. So, just a little testimony, huh? Yeah, just for 15 minutes long. That's about it. Yeah, just not a big deal, right? You know, car on his head. Yeah, like, just, like, that's totally like an everyday incident. I mean, just little sit. miracle, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a huge, like, top of the line. We're not talking, like... The car wasn't like a little Ford Fiesta, you know, one of those, it wasn't like a smart car. No, it's not, not even like one of those, little, what do you call them, like the little kids, like four by four little right. cars. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one of those things. Like, he had an entire car on his head, like his head was flat against the ground. Like, I mean, you heard him, even he spoke. I mean, the fact that you're talking to somebody <laughs> who should have been a dead kid, like really, 
Yeah, just like the flashlight, like squished a tiny like a key. What? Oh, <laughs> you're saying flat? You lost me. I was like, like a flashlight. He should have turned into a flashlight. <laughs> no, the flashlight that got squished by the car. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I was totally lost. For a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything else was squished. He literally should have come out of there like. Do you know who Flat Stanley is? <laughs> yeah, the guy, the kid who got flattened by a billboard. Right, like he should be like Flat Winston, <laughs> and that's an absolute miracle. Like his parents were flipping out, like they couldn't. What would you do? I mean, I if I saw a kid like that, I would think this kid is dead. Like I imagine most people would have just thought, like, there's no way he's even alive. Like, how? What do we do? <laughs> I just, I thought it was so crazy. I don't know if you've had moments like this. Maybe, like, when you're about to f- go falling off your bike or something. Because William's over here, like, the mountain biking pro. Um, have you ever done that? Like, when you're about to, like, go head over the handlebars. And the first thing out of Brother Jones' mouth was, Jesus! Like, in his absolute desperation, the core of everything in his body could only focus on his son could be dying and he needed Jesus. Yeah, like not to ruin something for you, like mountain biking, if you do like mountain biking. But one time I was riding, and it was my parents, my brother, and a guy from our church. Mm-hmm. And so I was saw this like pointy rock at the edge of the trail. Uh, and of course, okay. if you look at it, you go towards it. And so I was looking at it, <laughs> and I I sort of hit the rock. But instead of falling left towards the uphill, I fell right towards the downhill. Oh, And no. so I slid like part way down this huge mountain and the only thing that saved me was like this little tree (laughs) (laughs) a little tree tree. yeah but like in that moment when um in your moments of desperation I mean I think that's how it should be like when we are at our happiest when something amazingly happened our first thought should be god you're so good because even if it's like I mean, you've experienced it. Your parents have bought you, like, a brand new bike that you weren't expecting. Like, the, it had all the stuff, and it was what you wanted. And when you get it, of course, you're thankful to your parents, but there should also be, and maybe you didn't in the, at that moment, but there should also be a thought of, God is so good to me. Because he's, he, we, we live for him, and, these, and he, everything that we have, he's given us. This was literally God's kid, too. Not just Brother Matt Jones' kid. Right. Um, so when he called on Jesus in that like desperation, I mean, God just performed a miracle. And you heard Winston; he was just like, "I was like, what? What were you thinking? Like, what was happening?" He's like, "Oh, okay, this is bad." Like, <laughs> yeah, like in my mind, like if I'm f- just falling off my bike, I'm like, "Oh, I might get hurt, and this is gonna ma- most likely hurt." But like, you never think about getting a car like like he, dropped on you basically he didn't have anything like there was nothing wrong with him no dent in his head no you know pressure issues no nothing it was like it was it was like something was holding it off of his head i mean when he yelled the name of jesus it's almost like god put his hand right underneath it and just kept it just above just above all that weight crashing on him. Right. So incredible testimony. And I think you guys should keep that in mind when you're opening up your first math book this year. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this super mind-blowing interview testimony. Visit us on social media, comment, and we'll comment back. Yeah, and if you guys shout out to us, we will definitely get back to you. It'll encourage us because I get excited when I'm like, oh, that's somebody, they said something about our episode, they enjoyed it. And share it with all the other HDR kids. Like, 
I'm not just saying this because I run this podcast, honestly. Like, people need to hear these testimonies. Kids need to hear these testimonies. We've got um, three more Hope Corps testimonies coming for you, so you don't want to miss those. We also have an awesome Keeping It Real coming up next week with my husband, Brother Paul Hicks. So stay tuned for that. But until all those goodies come out, keep it real and bring bring it it on. on.